locked in to another episode of The Curious Wire. The Curious Wire. With the most curious person in multifamily. We're not trying to sell you anything here. We just want you to learn real things that will help you elevate your career, challenge you to think and be curious. Join us on this journey to challenge the status quo. Let's go. I'm Benjamin Burns. Um... And uh, glad to be speaking to you uh, today, man. Yeah, so um, I think you're in stealth mode right now, but you've had some pretty big marketing positions in the past. Uh, what are some of the companies you worked for? Yeah, sure. So let's kind of bring it back um, early years. So I got my start in Living Social as head of growth marketing in the DC headquarters, uh, transitioned over to Sydney, Australia, worked there for a year, building up a team, came back to the US, that was acquired by um groupon which was our main competitor spun out of there uh i was head of growth at parking panda which was a reservation app and then uh kind of messed around with the other couple startups after that was acquired as well and then jumped into real estate and had the amazing time at the bazooka group um where i was vp of martech and um digital cool so um i actually instead of like rifting on things, I just want to talk about marketing with you. And I think uh, in, in our space, so let's talk on the management side, owner operators. I think that there's a lot of space for our marketing to improve, to be creative. I feel like it's sort of like, this is what everybody does and everybody follows. And what kind of things do you think are owners and managers not doing that they could be doing or should be doing? That's a good question. I, I believe from what I've seen in the past, there's been kind of this checkbox mentality when it comes to specifically like demand generation, right? So how, how, how are we best acquiring prospects to then become residents? And I think there's this ILS checkbox. There's um, maybe run paid search. And so everyone's kind of doing the same thing, right? So we're all participating in the same channels at the same time with the same messaging. Um, I think the the big unlock is the talent that you bring on board. So um, I think historically, a lot of the talent um, has come from within. And I think that's fantastic. But I think if you haven't had that e-commerce experience um, and, and really diving into the analytics, are you looking outside of the box? So I think it really begins with the team that you bring on board and the talent that you begin to hire and and look at real estate as e-commerce, right? Like instead of water bottles on, on the shelf, they're like real estate assets on the street. And I think that same mentality of conversion rate optimization um, and looking at specific channels with a grain of salt is needed. And I think most startups and e-commerce have this experimental mindset that um, I think may be lacking uh, right now in real estate but I'm seeing growth of teams and talent come in. So I think that's happening organically now, but I think that's, that's the huge unlock is just looking for that experimental marketing um, and getting very, very comfortable with analytics to find like a nugget of opportunity and extrapolate from that. So, okay. So sorry to cut you off there. So like, so let's break it up. So first you had, there's lead gen and then yeah. what I'm hearing from you is like, you know, an e-commerce company is going to have a marketing team that's analyzing, like, what are people doing on our site? Where are they converting? What could we A-B test to convert better? You know, a lot of 
management companies are using templated sites from their PMS softwares and they're, they're probably not optimized and they're, you know, <laughs> there's, they're, they're missing so many things. And so you're saying, Hey, you have people who understand the industry. Let's have some conversion rate expert come in, join our stack and like, let's analyze this. Like uh, something that I don't even think about and, you know, okay. So you, you want your websites to be mobile first. We see with our ads that, you know, most of the traffic is coming from mobile, but the application process on mobile is, is not really user friendly. You know, you can you can send money on Zelle or one of these other platforms, and it's so easy. But applying online on a, on a, on mobile is is probably not that simple. So you're saying, okay, so let's let's look at the different parts. Okay, so that's customer experience. That's going to be conversion. Let's take a step back at the top of the funnel for for lead gen. Yeah. I I'm super intrigued by like if you just look at what's happening in in the world, like pre roll YouTube ads to me are 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 cheap. They're effective. I, I don't see companies doing that. And then if they are using video, they're using, you know, it, there's either no people in it or, or there's fake people in it. And yeah. there's like, there's, you know, everybody talks about, oh, be authentic. But then like they make all these videos that are so not authentic. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on lead gen? Yeah. Yeah. I think on lead gen, you know, um, top of funnel again, has to be like a breadth of channels. I don't think there's one particular channel that's making up lead gen. So I think, you know, top of the funnel, it's working with all, all of your ILSs. Um, it's working through page search. It's making sure that your website's optimized, you know, organically to be found on specific terms that you deem um, high quality. Um, videos, I, I think to your point, I think we've been so um, focused on just conversions and trying to compete with the ILS. And when you look at video and pre-roll, it will never likely match the conversion rate from a lead to lease than an ILS or paid search, but it's part of that experience and it gets them closer to your brand. So I, I believe in a full spectrum and breadth of channels. Um, and honestly, having the expectation established for each one of those channels. So the expectation for like a pre-roll YouTube isn't necessarily transactional, right? But it's that touch point along the way. So yeah, I haven't seen much outside of like converting still images into a video, which um, isn't the most creative. But again, if you don't have that creative mindset internally, um, it's, it's tough to come up with something purposeful for that channel. So I think it goes back to, again, having that, full stack marketing team that's made up of a web dev marketing analytics page search expertise um a martech expertise that understands all these platforms that are allowing the teams to like scale right so having those mindsets internally um will create creative attributes and, and creative so um i don't think there's really one channel that's that's the you know holy channel i i think it's made up of probably 20 different channels and i think that's been um discussed along within the industry right um reviews right so um yeah man it's that, exciting times. <laughs> I, th I think that you you said something you know people check a box and i think that that there's way too much of that in our industry and then they do the same thing as everybody else so like i'm very focused on improving our social and I've had mm -hmm. dozens of meetings, you know, we're putting a, t a committee and we have an intern and we're trying to like build this yeah. out like while I'm just a one man team. But um, 
I think everybody views social as like, you know, we have a one bedroom apartment. You want to come, it's very transactional. It's very focused on generating a lead. And I want to be creative and, and focus on, you know, nurturing the process, like show people what it's like to like the, the staff, the team on site are real people. And like the message yeah. of like, we care about you and like, and, and not like trying to post these like polished commercials or, or these, uh, you know, apartment tours. But it's yeah. like, you know, here's a resident event. Here's our residents, you know, exercising. Here's our staff meet our property manager. Um, and I think most people are not thinking of it like that. And, and it actually could generate leads. Like if you actually get yeah. really creative and you start boosting those types of things. But, um, I think like everybody's over here trying to generate leads and transactional and the creative space and being authentic is a wide open space in our industry. Yeah. And I think that, you know, you've, You've done a lot within social, um, so love what you're doing there. I think back when I was with the Bazuda Group, um, we had such an amazing team. Uh, I, I can't speak any high. I mean, they're they're just amazing. Um, and our head of social media had this great um, idea of bringing like residents onto the website in a way that painted the picture of their their like perfect day. So like a day in the life of a resident that was public facing. So those prospects could like identify with a resident. And so we were able to kind of show like, Hey, I'm reading here, are the top five um, videos that I'm watching five books I'm reading. Here's the best view in my apartment. And so it kind of puts, it kind of takes the brand out of the equation as far as it's like hard marketing and puts the resident in and we're utilizing residents and, and as, as almost like ambassadors, but they're proud to represent where they live. And I think, I think that goes a long ways. And I think more people should probably do that. It's a bit taxing to build the framework. Um, but once you have the framework in place, um, I believe that, that goes a lot longer than, you know, to your point, having like a polished Photoshop or photo shoot rather and video shoot. Like how do you bring residents to the platform um, to participate as ambassadors? switching gears and and going to the supplier side i think yeah. they almost like mimic the operator side and, and the lack of creativity on the marketing i think yeah. that a lot of them think of you know we have to go to conferences and spend a lot of money and i feel like those conferences is only you know five percent of the marketplace i can't tell you how many cold emails i get asking me to schedule 15 minutes and they just they don't get it um i see very few like back to video like every supplier should have a 60 second video that is to the point is attractive and lets me know what they do you send that to me i'm nine out of ten times i'm going to watch it and if i'm interested i'll let you know if i'm not interested i won't and like why all this wasted i mean it's not paper because we're not printing it out but there's so much wasted email and time on on cold things so what are your thoughts that the suppliers could do to do a better job of marketing yeah, I think that's fair, right? I mean, most suppliers want to host a meeting and meetings after meetings after meetings. And I think it, it just prolongs like their overall impact. So for me, yeah, if you can share exactly what you do and let me kind of consume during my time, opposed to trying to make time in my day and then likely have to bring in other people, then likely have to get approved, right? So I think that if you can share very clearly, whether it's video or in a podcast or an audio, exactly what you do and, and why are we the best potential client to use what you're offering in a very simple way. 
um, would be a game changer because I'm trying to think back to companies out there. Yeah, I, mean, I think all of them have been, you know, an hour meeting, come internally, have a meeting, pitch the deck, all to really get to a point where they're not able to like integrate with what we have. So how do you get ahead of that awkward moment when you're like, <laughs> oh, this is great. I can't wait to use it. And you get to a point of like, oh, you don't integrate with X, Y, and Z. So this is like, this is not going to, it's just li- literally not going to work. So I think, um, I think that the smart ones out there, and there's definitely a few, will clearly demonstrate what they're integrating with their roadmap. So that at least you can see down the road, okay, like maybe not right now, but it looks like in two months or a year from now, you'll be able to like integrate with everything that we need that's important to us. So I think that's where a lot of waste comes from. It's just like that, that last mile where they can't integrate. And you're like, all right, well, come back right. to me when you can. Well, usually if you get to that point, it's really going to backfire and it's, you know, don't come back to me. Um, sure. But it's something that's super unique, you know, as we, we wrap up here um, uh, that I've, from my perspective about you is, is you like practice a lot. Like you try like little side projects and, you know, there's a lot of folks who, you know, sit up top and, you know, they know what they're talking about and there's others that don't know what they're talking about, but like you actually like practice a lot and you have all these like little side projects. Could you talk about that and like how others could learn from that? What can they do to like learn new skills and, and by practicing? Yeah. Listen, um, you know, I tell people this, this market, I mean, if, if you're in marketing today, you're an expert for the day right? There are new skills, new ways of marketing every single minute. There's new tools out there. Um, and so you have to practice. And most of the time, you don't want to necessarily practice um, uh, on your like nine to five gig. Um, you can run experiments, but you should be pretty confident in running those experiments. So I always um, tell my team and tell myself to always experiment on the side. So pick an industry, pick a project that you you enjoy so for me you know i mean i play tennis a lot i i hike and bike and so maybe test projects within a hobby um to really to really kind of stress test your expertise because internally you're likely going to be looked at as an expert that's why they hired you but i think the real person is yourself and 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 confirming that yes i know what i'm doing and not running experiments on the side over the weekends or in the evenings um, to me just leaves a lot of risk out there. And, and, you know, I don't think necessarily like reading a bunch of books is really going to um, get you there. I think you honestly have to get your hands dirty, roll up your sleeves as a leader. It's your responsibility to have answers and a toolbox for your team. And so if you're not running experiments and projects on the side, um, I think you're allowing a lot of risk um, for your own team. And, and, and so I always try to be like a mentor and, and a mentor should always be kind of challenging others and presenting new opportunities. And so with that being said, I, I, I think running projects on the side is, is only going to help and help the company at the end of the day. Um, and you'll be, you'll continue to be that thought leader within your organization. So, um, if you're not running projects on the side, and again, as long as it's not just, you know, distracting from your, your, uh, day job, you should be, um, because that's where the true skills 
are. Um, you don't need an MBA in this world um, to do what we do. You just have to be um, extremely curious. Curious. Yes, that's it. You, you have to be curious on a daily basis. And you don't want to get bogged down in just the minutia of task taking and, and, you know, deployment. So awesome. What's uh, we, we end with a few random questions. What's yeah, a, a, a brand, you know, a consumer brand that you're a fan of what they're doing from a branding and marketing perspective? Oh man. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's going to sound really cheesy, but I enjoy Airbnb. I, I, you know, I, I think just watching them evolve over time and, and how they're always running experiments is really exciting. So I'm going to stick to the OG Airbnb. Okay. That fits with what we were just talking about. Um, what is a, a, a marketing tool that you are a fan of? So I have a bunch, but I'll keep it to one that I'm, I'm utilizing a lot um, in the last couple of months. It's called Copy AI. Copy and- AI. Copy AI. And so it allows you, so if you're running paid search ads or if you need copy for your homepage or about us page, you can dump in a sentence and it will use AI and kind of go from a sentence to an entire page of copy. And it's unique. And I think a challenge internally is creating copy and descriptions. Copy AI. It's awesome. Cool. Uh, We should all go check that out. And what's what's something that you purchased in the last 12 months you would recommend? Um, the last 12 months, well, this little book I just bought, I don't know if you can see it. It's called Convert. Um, Converted by? Converted by Neil Hoyne, Hoyne, Hoyne. He's an ex-schooler, the data-driven way to win customers' hearts. I just picked this up two months ago. Um, that's really all I have in the last two months or so. All right. Very cool. Yeah. That, this is this has been awesome. Thank you. I think you're probably the best kept secret in marketing in our industry. Yeah. Thank you, bud. I appreciate it. And uh, keep doing what you're doing. Again, love love all the work that you're doing. And uh, hey, uh, I'll be here if you need me. Thank you. Take care. I'll talk later.